previously on Light Talks, <laughs> we were discussing that inner voice that sometimes all of us seem to have. When is it when is it a case when God is speaking to us? When is it a case when Satan is accusing us? And when is it a case when we're just losing our flipping minds? So <laughs> we're going to continue talking about this inner dialogue that we have with ourselves and how to discern uh, when God is literally speaking to us through our thoughts. My name is Dan. I'm with Ben. We're the teaching pastors at Life Fellowship Church, you're south side of Charlotte, North Carolina. Ben, you had did such a wonderful job explaining this. We felt like we needed to visit it one more time. Um, again, talk to us a little bit, first of all, in case this is the first time someone's listening on this topic and they'll go back later mm-hmm. and listen to our first episode, is what do we mean by self-talk? Yeah, I think it's that it's that internal dialogue that the heart inside of us uh, is speaks. And, and we, we have our thoughts. We have thoughts about other people. We have thoughts about ourselves. We have thoughts about human events. In these, in this self-talk that we, with that the dialogue that's going on inside of us is is leading us to make decisions and leads us to have feelings. And so, you know, a lot of times, I always say this: the person that you that you talk to the most is yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the reality. And and uh, I have this exercise that I do with guys that I disciple. And one of the exercises I do is I, you know, I write down write down all the voices that you hear in your head. And mm-hmm. so they, you know, about seven or eight things or, or the voices you hear in your life, not in your head, but, you know, so there's God, uh, the enemy, your, your spouse, uh, your friends, the media, yourself, and like, and, and usually I say, what's the voice that you hear the most? And without a doubt, every single person I've ever done this exercise with always puts the, the number one voice I hear the most every single day is my own. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the voice that we are constantly having the battle. And so uh, if you think about that, and, and again, I mentioned this at our last last uh, episode, a lot of the self-talk that is recorded in scripture, it's put in, you know, in Abraham said in his heart, or mm-hmm. David said in his heart, or the Pharisee said in his heart, there's this idea of the heart. And most of the time where the, the heart is speaking to itself or to yourself, um, it's usually not, I would call biblical thinking. It's it's usually a, th- a way of thinking that you would say, well, that's not right, you know. So I think it's really important to remember that the sometimes the thoughts, the majority of of the time, unless our mind is filled with the Word of God or filled with the thoughts of God, the internal dialogue that we're that we're having with ourselves is usual usually and generally not helpful to us. It actually is harming us. It's it's, it's actually keeping us from following the voice of Jesus. And so these are, I think this is an important conversation to have because I think a lot of times we are our greatest impediment to following Jesus with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And and this is where, you know, so many times people just want to say humans are just another uh, evolution uh, of, of, of evolution. Yeah. You know, we're just just another generation of, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Which is just so, it, it is so ridiculous to consider because we create, we write, we sing, yeah, we yeah. contemplate, we muse, we meditate, yeah. we do all these things that, you know, you look at the cow chewing his cud, you look at the elephant looking across <laughs> the Serengeti, you know, they're not having deep thoughts. They, they never have these, they, they never have, they never question their own identity. Right. Well, they, don't even, they don't even recognize themselves. That's why they don't have right, mirrors, right, right? right? I mean, so uh, the, the other thing we do want to just always pause and say this, if you are hearing voices that are telling you to harm yourself or others, 
this is this is a serious thing, whether it's demonic oh, yeah. or it's mental right. illness, and you need to tell somebody immediately and get help. Yeah. But what we're talking about here is this, you know, I, I used to love to plow when I was on the farm. Mm-hmm. And the reason I could is because you didn't have to have a brain to do that. You just mm-hmm. kept one tire in the furrow and you kept going. And I could just think and think, think yeah. about my future, think about, you know. Contemplation is a, is a lost art. It's a lost art. And it's really, to me, it's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift because there are things that you can work through in your mind that you don't necessarily want to say out loud, but mm. you got to work through it. That's right. So wh- while we're kind of in this idea of this, this self-conversation, the self-dialogue we have, you know, how do we harness it? How do we, how do we bring it into a, a controlled way where we, we sort through it yeah. effectively? Well, I think the first thing you've got to do is you have to identify where the self-talk is, what kind of self-talk is happening and where it's happening. So, so for example, I think it's important to identify what what are the, what are the voices saying to you when you're having this dialogue? What kind of things is it saying to you? And and usually what I found is that um, it, it's important to to label it. Okay, so for example, uh, you might be someone where that that inner dialogue that you're having is primarily negative. So you, so everything you're hearing is, oh man, that you know you're such an idiot. They're such an idiot, you know. Like there's all these, there's, there's this, there's this dialogue going on, and 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 there's a there's just this sense of negativity. I think another uh, way to understand the self talk is this idea of condemnation. You know, one of the one of the greatest, I shouldn't say it's greatest, one of the most common ways that I I identify that that when I when I've talked to myself is, why did you do that? That was such a dumb thing. Mm. You're, you know, you're, or, you know, you, you and I both have talked about this. There's nothing worse than the Sunday afternoon evaluation of the sermon. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what anyone has said to you. Mm -hmm. You wake up from your nap and all of a sudden you have these mind, these thoughts of, I didn't talk about this the way I wanted to. Mm. I didn't cover this in my notes. I went too long here. I should have said more there. It's it, brutal. It is. Brutal. It is. You know, we we are those two grumpy men in the Muppets, but we're talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so I I think the the, con, the voice of condemnation can be super strong for, for, within us, and that's something that we've got to remember that that is not God doesn't want us to live in that cycle of condemnation. But I I, I just want to pause here because I think. I mean, I know I do this, and I've talked to people counseling that Satan loves doing this. Oh, 100%. Satan loves to remind us of our past. Mm -hmm. I will literally lay in bed at night and remember stupid things I did when I was in elementary school. Just the the dumbest things, the worst things, the cruelest things that that I've done, and Satan will just play them over and, and it's over. Self loathing. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and that's one of the ways I believe that Satan distracts Absolutely. us from hearing 100%. God. God saying, "But you're forgiven." Yeah, and 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 you were a child. You were yeah. you were foolish. It yeah. was sinful. Or that's under the blood. That's right. That's... And and this is where I think the Scripture tells us to bring every thought into captivity. Well, what is that captivity? The captivity is truth. Yeah. And absolutely. when we bring those thoughts into captivity, we make them accountable to the greater authority, yeah. which is God has said, you're forgiven. Yeah. You're redeemed. Yeah. That's under the blood. It's in the past. Yeah. And that takes a little bit of a mental discipline to turn those off and accept where we are today rather than live where we used to be. Absolutely. So, so I think condemnation is another one. I think another one is... Uh, fear and anxiety. You know the the voice. Well, what if this happens? Mm. What if what if what if you, if you do that? You know, and it, or you know, just you look. I mean, you and I have both done this. 
you, we look at our 401k or 403b and we're like, Never gonna oh my goodness, <laughs> what is going on? And so, and so, and so you, what happens? You have that voice saying, I'm going to be poor. I'm going to be living under a bridge. You know what I mean? Like, I'll have to work three years after I die. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> there's these times when you, you see something or experience something and all of a sudden it's, or, or your kid tells you something and you're like, oh no, you know, and it's fear, it's anxiety. So I think you have to, the first thing you've got to do is identify what are the thoughts that I'm having, this internal dialogue, can I categorize it? Is it fear, anxiety? Is it condemnation? Is it, is it, is it just plain negativity? And another self-talk is judgment. And I'm talking judgment on other people. Like mm. they are, they are such idiots. Mm. They are, you know, in, in just a con that's what the Pharisee did to the, to Jesus. Mm -hmm. If he was really a prophet, he would do this. And so, but again, notice how all of them are putting us in a state of, uh, out, outside of the love of Christ and not, not, not one of faith of walking with Christ. Everything is, if you think about it, everything's about us. Yeah. Everything is about us. How many hours have been spent plotting vengeance on somebody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's this, the, the biggest problem with self-talk is it keeps you focused on you and really not on God and not on not, not on helping others. It's like, it's this completely uh, selfish orb that we put ourselves in and it's just, it can be so self-destructive at times. So, so those are, those are things I would say is you got to be aware of the categories of self-talk that you have, because I guarantee you, all of us have a tendency towards one of those. Yeah. And if not all of them, one of them, we gravitate towards all the time. Yeah. And I would say one of the characteristics that often as a, a consequence of these is Satan then will ask you the question, how could somebody like you actually oh, be a Christian? Oh, man. Are you really going to heaven when you die? Yes. Um, that, that, that condemnation uh, that comes with the negative, yes. the, the worry, the fear. Well, if you were really a believer, you wouldn't have done this yeah, yeah. or God can certainly forgive this. Yes. And, and, and I often say this to you, by the way, you know, the, the non-believer, the person who's spiritually dead is not worried about life because they're dead. I, so the person who's worried about yes. having lost their salvation or whatever, that's I, a sign I think, that you're I think actually one, a believer. One of the things I always tell people that, that question their salvation is like, the very fact that you're questioning this is probably a, a sign that you're a believer. Yeah. Because non, like unregenerate people don't care. Right. They're kind of like, meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who think they're Christians that aren't Christians that are completely content in their lostness. Right. I was, you know, I said a prayer when I was four at VBS and leave me alone. Like, yeah. I like do, I do more good things than bad things. I was like baptized. Th those are the people I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the person who's like, I'm not sure if I'm a Christian. Like yeah. the, you're the, you're the last person I'm worried about yeah. when it comes to this. So, all right. So I've got, Dan, I've got five, five things that we need to do. If, first of all, I want to ask you this. Did I miss any of the self-talk when I when I gave the categories? Is there any other categories that you would say, man, this is something that I would um here's a self-talk that I think can happen. I mean, or do you think I hit them all? Well, I, I would say in today's culture, we also have to be worried about self-talk that has the um, we have almost reversed the negativity with an over-positivity. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I'm okay. You're okay. The uber-positive mm. mental attitude. Like, well, God's okay. God, God is love. So God, mm. God understands 
and and therefore it's no big deal that I'm you know living an active gay lifestyle yeah. or that I'm living in sin with my boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. Or, so, so it's a it's a it's a justification self excuse. Yeah, where you you rationalize something that again yeah. when you use the word of God as your standard, it's mm. your compass. It's due north. Then you're able to evaluate whether you should be more concerned than you that's are, good. or you're over concerned about yeah. something you shouldn't be. I love that. I think that's so important because I think. It's so easy for us to, and the like you said on the flip side, we, we go from condemnation, yeah, you overcompensate, and, and then yeah. we then we're like, I'm okay, you know, God's okay with me, even if I'm doing this. God's and, a cool dude; he's I my mean, homeboy. How many times yeah. have you and I <laughs> talked to someone who's made sinful choices and they completely rationalize it inside of themselves and are hardening their heart towards yeah. the things of God? God created me this way. So yeah, good lie we yeah. give ourselves. Yeah. yeah, God. One of the biggest lies: God wants me to be happy. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like a big, like a huge like one. that. That's a lie that Lies has, has entered ourselves. into your into yeah. your brain, and you're holding on to that, right? So I think, yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. So I've got I've got five things that I think we can do when we are having that inner dialogue, that self talk that can that can lead us away from the good and the true from God. And you already mentioned the first one. I said, number one, take control of your thoughts, like right there. You know, second uh, Corinthians chapter ten. Take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. Uh, Proverbs four twenty three. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Right there, there's a sense of I am going to be super vigilant about what I'm thinking about. There are so many times, Dan, when my mind will start ruminating on something that is not what God wants me to think about. It could be a fear. It could be an accusation. It could be anxiety, it could, whatever it is. And I've got to think, nope, that's not, that's not reality. I've always said this, okay, uh, when, I, when I talk to my children about their feelings, especially if you're a feeling-oriented person, you, you got to be, your feelings, I think I've even mentioned this in, in this podcast before, but your feelings may be real, but your feelings are not reality. And I think that you can have real feelings like, but I'm really, I'm really anxious. Okay, that you're having anxious feelings, but you may not, that might not be a reflection that you need to be anxious. And so I think sometimes people feel like, um, oh my gosh, if I have fear or if I have anxiety, if I got this, again, the whole mental health thing. Listen, you might just need to, you know, help ask Jesus to help you with your unbelief, you know? And so understand that we have the power. In Christ, through Christ, by the Holy Spirit, to take control of every thought, and we can either crumple it up like a piece of paper and throw it away, or we can say, we can hold on and say that's a good thought. So I think though that's so important to understand, we have that kind of power to take control of our thoughts and not let them run a half marathon in our brains. And so that's number one. Number two, I would say, fill your mind with scripture. Meditate. I mean, how many times I love read Psalm one nineteen, and how many times it talks about meditating on the word or thinking about the word. Um, I mentioned this passage this past Sunday that you know, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Uh, there's this idea that we can, we need to let. Christ fill our minds and take control of our minds and think upon the things that are true and lovely and just like if I if I really I don't have to worry about the thoughts coming in or the dialogue being bad if I'm if I'm filling it up with stuff that it, the bad stuff can't get in. So I think 
being proactively about filling your mind with the truth and with scripture, I think is is number two. Um, number three, I would say pray and sing. Hmm. Sometimes you just need to sing a song mm-hmm. and it's a, or pray and say, God, I'm bringing this thought before you. I'm bringing this emotion before you. And I know it's not true, but I need, I, I just, I need your help right now. Help my unbelief. And, and singing, what I have found is singing really does a, a wonderful thing into the internal dialogue that I'm having because as you sing, you're doing something that's both internal and external. It's a heart, soul, mind, body kind of experience. And so I would say when you pray and sing, you're you're changing the narrative in your brain of what's what you're thinking upon. Yeah. And that may sometimes be the exact opposite of what you feel like doing. Yes. A lot of people, when they're anxious and depressed, they turn off the lights, they get under the covers, and they go <laughs> to the dark, right? Well, what they need to do is get outside, meet somebody, and get in the sunshine. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and that, that sometimes you don't feel like singing, don't feel like talking, don't feel like reading your Bible. Yeah. And that may be the time when you need to do so the most. If you are depressed, the first thing you need to do is find a song that has joy in it and sing it over yeah. and over and over and over again because you need to remember that you can still have joy. Yeah. You can still have peace. You can, you know, you can have these kinds of things that God is saying, it's your choice to have this. Yeah, and the scripture actually says, commit your ways unto the Lord and your thoughts will be established. That's right. So yeah. sometimes you do the right thing and then your thoughts yes. follow. Yeah, so so there's this idea of this, the, almost these spiritual disciplines that get us into the mood. You know, sometimes we wait to be in the mood to, to practice spiritual disciplines, and it's really the exact opposite. Yeah, that's why when you don't feel like going to church, you need to get your butt out of bed and go to that's church. That's right, that's yeah. right, absolutely. Um, okay, I got a couple more minutes and I've got, Two more. Hurry. Okay. Um, the fourth one I have is share your internal dialogue with someone you trust. I think this is one of the best things you can do is shine light on that which is dark inside of you. Because here's what I here's what I know. Um, you know, you and I have a great friend fr- friendship. Uh, you know, with you, with my wife. There's a couple other people that I know and love and trust that I can say, man, I've just been this is the thought I've been having all day, hmm. right? And, you know, it's nice to have people say, well, you know, that's not true or that's not right. or And, and it's nice to get the encouragement. But the number one reason why I do that is because once I get that thought out of my head, it gets out of my head. Mm-hmm. And I can get it out in the open and be like, well, that's not too scary. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the idea of a little child being in, being in bed and he thinks there's, there's a monster in his closet. And what do you what do you do when you're a parent when your kids like well there's a monster in my closet what do you do you don't say well yeah and he's, if you don't go to bed right now he's gonna come out and get <laughs> I mean if you're a sick parent you might do that but what you do is you say all right come on let's let's get out of bed let's open the door and I want you and you shine your light in there. is there any monsters in there no let's look under your bed like you show you shine light on what it is behind the door and when you speak something out loud. To say these are my thoughts, it's it's interesting. It almost loses its power. It loses the size <laughs> of it, and you're able to say this is what I'm thinking, and people are able to help you. Someone that you love and trust is able to say, "Hey, man, I I, I get it. That's but that's not true." <laughs> and so, having don't when you are having this internal dialogue and it's negative and it's and it's fear and it's condemnation. Get those thoughts out to someone that you love and trust. That illustration is so much better than the one I was going to use. Like, if you've got food poisoning, go ahead and puke. 
You got to do it to feel better. I mean, that works so you, too. Yeah, but yours was so much classier. You know, you're, you're, so spe- much classier. you're speaking to the teenagers this Sunday, so maybe you know God's. I'll pre- use that for them. God's preparing you to to speak to, to the students. Um, and then the last one I would say is declare truth out loud. Just mm-hmm. speak the truth. Just declare out loud. God loves me, and He is not. Con- There's therefore no condemnation that is in Christ Jesus. Just say things out loud that are the exact opposite of the truth. You are the worst human. No, I'm not a, the worst human being. I am. I'm a co-heir with Christ. I'm a new create. I mean, you just have to speak things, whatever thoughts you're having that you know are not true. Speak the exact opposite of those things out loud and say, "No, this is what's true." Yeah. And when you do that, when you speak the truth out loud, it changes something inside of you. Anyways, that, those those are the and that's the powerful. I, I don't want people to skip over that because even the secular psychologists understand the power of that. I don't know if you remember Al Franken, who used to be the senator from Minnesota. He had yeah. a skit he do. On oh Saturday yes, Night Live. Yeah. he'd stand in front of the mirror and he'd daily say, affirmations. Yes, yes. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And, enough, and doggone it, people, people like me. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, and, and we we mock that a little bit, but you know, part of De- truth is to be declared, that's and it right. reinforces it not only for others but for ourselves. So yeah, that's, that's a yeah. great. That's a great list. You need yeah. to you need to go back, folks. Replay this and write those down. Yeah, and and remember them. Well, this is this has been, I think, a very. These may have been two of the most important episodes we've done. Mm-hmm. And I realize when people start talking about like well, hearing voices, that you guys, are, you know, <laughs> no, this is really important because we all. Have, if you're healthy, I believe you haven't. <laughs> how boring would it be to just sit there and think nothing? You know, like the like the old television screen that had the, the static the fuzz, across the static. Yeah. You know, so now I will say this: my mind is a weird place anyway. Okay, so. but 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 here's what I know: there are times when my, I can shut my mind off, and I will just be thinking. Has your wife ever said, "What are you thinking about?" I'm like, absolutely nothing. Has it ever happened to you? It 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 is, but usually I'm lying because. <laughs> Usually it's, I'm thinking about so many different things or like, you don't even want to go there. <laughs> because just, there there have been so times, complicated in and there. I don't know if this is a guy thing, but there have been times I've been able to turn off my mind and I'm just not even thinking about anything. And I was like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, nothing. Like keeping the car in the li- in the lines. Like they think that's, that's literally, Brit, Brit's shaking his head. You know what I'm talking about? And, and women, I don't think ever, their brains never stop. So they're always thinking. And she's like, how can you just not think about anything? And I'm like- it's possible. I promise you, <laughs> it is possible. So, anyways, <laughs> that's that's when that little drool sneaks out <laughs> of the side of your mouth, <laughs> and then and then your wife looks at you and she shakes her head knowingly. I always I, suspected. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> uh, well, this has been a fun episode. And again, thank you as always for listening to us at Life Talks. Please tell us your friends about us. Share us on social media. And uh, by the way, we just passed a hundred thousand downloads. On on our way to our next hundred thousand, so if we're. I had great. one of those sound of my, you know, like one. <laughs> what was that again? Those little party. No, I want to hear that sound again. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty impressive. So, but uh, thanks so much for being faithful listeners to Life Talks. Tell others about us, and until next time, we'll catch you then. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.